Hi, this is Dr. Jim Bone. I hope you're doing well today. Today I want to talk to you about a subject that a few really want to deal with, and that is managing the hard cases. It's really when you get to a place as a leader where you just say, we're done here. So much leadership literature is dedicated to visioning, innovation, production, and achievement, all this really flowery and great stuff, but little is said about the tough stuff. And this way, business imitates life. Few of us want bad news. Few yet want to admit there's a problem. And fewer still want to deal with conflict. And yet leading people invariably raises the issues of hard cases. Those team members who wreak havoc that ultimately requires the intervention of termination. It's, I've had to do it many times in my career. Uh, clearly, the first person to examine is you. Is there something in your leadership style that is generating a negative reaction or unwanted resistance? You see, sometimes leaders create their own problems through ineffective management. But I'm not talking about that today. I'm talking directly to the issue in this podcast, which is we're done here managing the hard cases. I'm focused exclusively on the belligerent, the recalcitrant, the incompetent, and the repugnant. So let's start out with the first one, those who create drama whenever there's a change. This is a belligerent person. In my experience, there's a large group who initially react negatively to a change, but over some time with some good coaching and rationale, they'll, they'll come around. Yet there are those people who simply want to create a federal case of new changes, and they will spend excessive amounts of time explaining why the change will never work. They create unnecessary barriers. They invent rumors to derail the program that you're involved in. And in my opinion, this draws attention to them, but maybe not a way that they expect. I've seen this type of person change if you point out the issue. This is kind of the conversation that I have. This train has left the station. You have a choice to be on board or not be on board, but that choice is yours. Being straightforward uh, generally works with someone uh, in that circumstance, they'll come around. Then there's the second type that I would call the recalcitrant, those who refuse to cooperate. They just will not. There are those who under no circumstance will cooperate with your vision or your approach. You've listened to them, you've carefully heard them out, but they will not accept the path you're on. In those situations, I've often discovered something much bigger is at work. Well, I'm not a psychologist. I do believe Issues of resentment for losing a valued role in the organization may be at the bottom of some of those circumstances. In other words, people are having revenge for having lost something in the past. As a leader, you can't correct the past. When employees are punishing you to exact revenge for a misdeed long ago, the only thing you can do is remove them. The response to them is straightforward. We've had our discussions many times, I've listened, but we know this is not going to work. A third type of hard case is those who are unable, those who cannot, not those who will not, those who cannot. We sometimes inherit team members from other departments during major organizational shifts. When that happens, we soon discover some people who simply cannot do the job. Good leaders and managers take the time to build skills and help people out but the best leaders discover when a person simply isn't going to make it. So your response is straightforward. We've tried, you've made some effort, but this role is beyond your skill level. You know it, and I know it, 
Let's work together to make a plan for your exit. And then finally, those are just repugnant, those who just damage team morale. And there are very few of them, but they can really, really hurt a team. This type of employee has arguably the worst impact of them all. There's a psychological research that shows that literally one bad apple can spoil a whole bunch. This employee has gone beyond publicly disagreeing with you. They're determined to prevent the team from being successful. And in the end, they want to bring you down. Uh, the response to them is straightforward. You're talented, gifted individual, if they are, of course. But you've chosen to use those abilities to damage the lives of others. It's, again, it's not a personal issue. It's the issue of the team. Now, sometimes people in that circumstance will come around if they feel the pressure that they're damaging other people. Maybe they're not even aware of it. But I find that there are some people that are just determined to destroy you as a leader, and you got to get rid of them. Now, the benefit to managing those hard cases is very clear. Of course, you'll need clear documentation to terminate someone, and you have to follow good HR practice with a strong HR partner and legal or whatever else is involved. But in the end, if you do this, your team will thank you. If not verbally, you'll, you'll see it. You'll gain more leadership credibility because nobody wants to do the hard stuff. But you did. Any kind of courage that's demonstrated in life generally gets the applause of people, even grudging applause from those who understand it was a difficult thing. Your team morale will improve, sometimes because members of the team that weren't performing now see that you're serious about getting things done. Your team productivity will improve. You'll probably sleep better at night once that person's gone. The biggest thing of all, though, is that you'll own a level of self-respect that no one can give you. It'll grow a hundredfold. You'll gain some additional self-efficacy and strength to do this next time. Manage the hard cases. Move those people out of your organization because you have a job to do. And if they don't want to help you do it, it's time to get them on a new track. This is Dr. Jim Bowen. Have an outstanding day.